this is what uh, J. Uh, Cornelius, uh, or J. Edward Cornelius, uh, says about uh, the, the planchette. Crowley wrote, Suppose a perfect stranger came into your office and proceeded to give orders to your staff. Suppose a strange woman walked into your drawing room and insisted on being hostess. You would be troubled by this. Yet people sit down and offer the use of their brains and hands, which are, after all, more important than offices and drawing rooms, to any stray intelligence that may be wandering about. People use the Ouija board without taking the slightest precautions. So Crowley, you know, the great beast 66 himself, kind of echoing the, uh, you know, uh, f- religious fundamentalist uh, concern over the, the Ouija board. So, you know, take, mm. uh, take that as you will. But anyway, uh, he writes on, This is so true. Many people will not give it a second thought when they give permission for an invisible entity to enter into their home through the planchette of a Ouija board. Even Ed Warren agrees with, uh, you know, of uh, the Conjuring movie series fame, but, you know, also investigating the Amityville haunting, you know, very famous parapsychologist, um, agrees with Alistair Crowley's views. When you use the Ouija board, you give permission for any unknown spirit to communicate with you. Would you open the front door to your house and let anybody in who felt like it? Of course not, (laughs) in very similar terms. However, these views are founded out of religious fear rather than learning how to perform an experiment correctly. This is the author editorializing now. This is the overall problem when using the board as if it were a child's game. I mean, it is sold as a child's game, so that's, you know, anyway. Allowing any stranger, physical or invisible, to enter your home is half-witted. None is more important than this warning about this lack of precautions and carelessly operating the board. In this age of cyberspace, a similar warning is given to children who surf the internet. This is interesting because it kind of comes back. Uh, It's just common sense. Don't want strangers in your house by opening the front door to the telephone or computer or even a Ouija board. Um, You know, she says, what precautions can we take? Uh, How might we identify with whom we're really communicating? Crowley wrote that once an energy has been drawn to the Ouija board, the establishment of the entity of the spirit by ordinary methods is a very difficult problem. This is an accurate statement on all planes. Unless one is highly trained in magic, the identity, or rather the type of entity, must be determined long before it is allowed to manifest into your surroundings. Otherwise, it's almost impossible to identify it as being good or malefic before it is too late. Crowley further states, the majority of people who play at occultism do not even worry about this. They got something that doesn't even seem to matter what. Every inanity, every stupidity, every piece of rubbish is taken not only at its face value, but an utterly exaggerated value. The most appallingly bad poetry will pass for Shelley, if only its authentication be that of the planchette. This is, that's kind of funny mm-hmm. also. But uh, certain invisible entities, which magicians call elementals, have the ability to communicate. You know, he goes on talking about elementals, but this part uh, was interesting to me. So, uh, talking about the planchette, um, he says, uh, you know, he compa- he relates this to the sort of uh, Key of Solomon, and uh, he says, in the grimoire known as the Goetta, or the Lesser Key of Solomon, uh, there is an excellent example of this magical triangle. This is the form of the magical triangle into which the so- Solomon did command the evil spirits. It is to be made at two feet distance from the magical circle, and is three feet across. Note this triangle is to be placed towards that quarter where unto the spirit belongeth. So this is very similar, actually. Uh, you know, mm. the sort of quarter circle. And the base of the triangle is to be nearest unto the circle, the apex pointing in the direction of the quarter of the spirit. The term evil here is webbed in the author's religious leanings as well as the times in which the book was written. That's the author editorializing, you know, because he's obviously mm. a Crowleyite who loves, you know, doing magic. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> so uh, this is interesting. So he says, uh, in some of the old grimoires, the triangle is pictured as being laid on a table with either a black mirror or a crystal ball on a stand in the very center. The magician stands within a specially prepared circle under the table and gazes within the crystal or mirror. Upon entering a passive trance state, the magician can perceive strange visions, images, and often words. In some cases, entities actually appear who guide the magician through a conversation. 
what can be achieved with this type of a magical working is identical to that of the Ouija board. So when I was reading mm. this paragraph, something clicked for me, which is like okay. that this is the same thing as a computer and a mouse. Uh, wow. Like the planchette is the mouse and the black mirror you is know, the graphical the user interface. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh my the god. Ball. Yeah, you're you're yeah. right. You're it it's mm. a screen in a way. Um Yeah. Yeah, well this is like, you know, the crystal a text-based ball. screen. The crystal ball is something that was like super fascinating for people like, you know, going back a long time, like before, you know, the like idea of a telephone was even like a, you know, the a glimmer of a thought. People fantasize being able to communicate over these long distances using like crystal balls, basically. Um, mm. And that's kind of what, you know, whether to the spirit world or like, you know, across continents or whatever as like a way to, you know, outwit the Ottomans or something, you know. So wow. uh, this is like a similar, uh, you know, there's, there's no screenal aspect. I guess the board itself could be seen as sort of screenal, you know, it's sort of mediating between the i mean there's often a glass lens involved so there is a screenal component yeah but yeah definitely the there's a there's a genealogical relationship that i feel like is here present between this magical circle between the board and and the computer in a way uh, um i bet sri was like pretty i bet the people at sri were pretty down with ouija boards uh in general i, w- I wouldn't be surprised if they even did experiments with ouija boards to try to test like you know psychic yeah. powers and, and things like that and and try to do some well, you know, double blind studies um yeah remote sure viewing they... is kind of a similar form a similar thing to automatic writing like a lot of the time i mean there are like there are documents like of you know remote viewing like sketches and stuff like that that people made like in yeah. trances or whatever so that's similar to like a ouija channeled text you know it's the same it kind of is yeah yeah i mean um like the the exact kind of experiment that my friends and i did with the ouija board was kind of similar to the types of things they would do like yuri Yuri geller viewing yeah uh because it was viewing that was on the paper remotely was i guess the idea yeah it's kind of remote viewing yeah Hmm. Um, it's also interesting to think about it in the uh kind of i don't know the context of uh, the comparison to a computer in the context of like the development of sort of industrial capitalism and mm-hmm. uh, how the internet, you know, we've compared it many times to kind of like this, this sort of spirit world, like this, uh, you know, ele- mm-hmm. like electronic uh, spirit world that we've created that we can sort of like, you know, inter that our consciousness can interface with. Um, but the Ouija board in a way uh, it, I think like in that quote you mentioned, it kind of talks about how, you know, magicians were kind of doing things like this for a very long time. This is kind of an extremely old technology, if you will, um, kind of trying to do a kind of ritualized thing. But it almost sounds like, you know, there are many different ways to do this. They were highly kind of culturally specific and often occulted so that people would have to have some kind of shamanic or priestly training to be able to do this responsibly. And uh, as is the tendency with so many things in like American capitalism, uh, they found a way to be like, like I said earlier, like the big macification of a spirit medium device. Like, wait a minute, like what if, you know, um, or how cell phones used to be more clunky and then like the iPhone came out and it was so sleek and streamlined that like the, you know, a huge chunk of the population could adopt it overnight. And, uh, and it was, it had a simple elegance that made it very easy to pick up and do. So it kind of, you know, it, it, it basically standardized a very simple, easy to use device to uh, do these kind of medium things and thus open them up kind of like, I mean, you could even make a comparison kind of like to the printing press and uh, you know, well, yeah, uh, I was going to say that like the kind of thing, thing like that, like, 
you know, I guess this is around the same time that the first typewriters uh, were, you know, coming out. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's kind of, you know, the whole like, a, it's kind of like a typewriter for, uh, you know, spirit writing, you know, rather than having like a pencil being guided by a planchette or like a stylus and dust or something. Uh, True, you're kind you know, of punching the keys a little bit, like yeah, with the it's kind um, of a typewriter, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and and thus you know it's increasing the flow of information in like an exponential way, and I guess you could look at it like if you do buy into the more spiritual ideas about Ouija boards, that it was like opening up this information superhighway with like the spirit world, which uh, doesn't sound like a great idea. Um, um just you know yeah. hypothetically just you know uh, hypothetically doesn't I sound mean, it's like very, yeah. without risk it's very odd it's very odd like there's a very odd contradiction between like the branding of it and like the you know it, the branding of it and it's used as a toy for children like uh and i feel like it's all based on this idea that like oh you know we're kind of lying like it's not really wink wink um, ghosts don't exist actually but i noticed one i I noticed uh uh, i noticed one really macabre uh point of trivia in one of the articles that uh i so so hasbro eventually bought the ouija board i think from parker brothers who had bought it previously massachusetts uh or you know at a time time, i think they were they might yeah they might have been based at beverly at the time of their dissolution wow okay yeah and they bought i believe they bought the 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 ouija board in 1966 and then the next year this is really pregnant with meaning it basically became the best-selling board game in america unseating the previous longtime champion monopoly so and the reason that was is because of the vietnam war mm. because people had so there were people going over there there are people dying yeah. and the relatives wanted to uh you know ask the spirits you know whether you know is my is my uh, son gonna be okay is my you know is my uh, boyfriend gonna come back uh, or if they died you know try to uh get closure with them and stuff just like the civil war so it seemed like you know hasbro really kind of was like in sync with the military industrial complex and realized like oh this is a great profit opportunity and then of course you know it, it also there was a kind of a new spiritualist explosion in the late 60s as well yeah. but uh but yeah kind of right. uh, you know yeah. you Generally, that type of new age stuff was like you know there was, that was the new age I guess was yeah but to think that was then. the number one board game in America in the late 1960s that's kind of wild yeah it is kind of wild I guess like the game of life or something but I guess you know that's you know capitalist man you know like that's I mean about. Monopoly definitely does brainwash children to like internalize the values of a rapacious yeah. robber baron and I mean, the game uh, of like life charge also. rent. It's like a mm-hmm. suburbanite, like Fantasia. Yeah. Um, yeah. All board games are psyops. For access to the full-length episode, subscribe to the Hour of Requisite at patreon.com slash subliminaljihad.